1: Coming up on this edition of Locked on Wizards, Corita Parks, sports journalist covering the Wizards, Mystics, and Washington football team, founder of her platform, Double Take Sports, joins the show to talk the Wizards draft lottery, recapping their 2020 season, the Washington football team's new hire in Jason Wright, and remembering Kobe Bryant. All those details and more right here on this edition of Locked on Wizards. Hi, welcome to another edition of Locked On, Wizards here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Renee Washington, and joining me for our show today from the D.C. area, the DMV, we've got Karita Parks, a freelance sports journalist covering the Wizards and Mystics for sports journeys. She also covers the Washington football team and is the founder of her own platform called Double Take Sports. We've got a lot to get into. Karita, welcome. Happy to have you here.
2: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
1: Of course, of course, let's start first off with the Wizards, you know, looking at this team as a whole this past season, having had a chance to see them in the restart, and now a chance to reflect having seen the NBA draft lottery and some postseason discussions, what's your overall takeaway from the Wizards this season on how you think they did with and without Bradley Beal and John Wall, especially in the NBA restart, now moving forward towards
2: the future? Yeah, I think I have two takeaways. Defense is still an issue for the Wizards. It's been their Achilles heel for the past couple of seasons. So they definitely need to uh, bring in a player who can help them on defense. And then I think my second takeaway would be uh, with Bradley Beal and even without him, I think that I've learned that they are going to need to draft someone who can help Brad and John. Mm -hmm. You know, when we didn't have Brad or Davis, and actually I should take that back, Davis was actually a good pickup, so hopefully they um, sign him again next season. But when they didn't have Brad and Davis, they struggled, and we saw that. But they're also a young, so, you know, we can't uh, expect too much. However, you know, when you look at the Brooklyn Nets, who are also – came to the bubble without some of their stars, like they've still performed. So Mm. it's very clear to me that like the Wizards need some more weapons.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, as we went into Thursday night's NBA uh, draft lottery, the Wizards coming in had a slight chance of moving up. The odds were not in their favor, but they still had potential to move up and hopefully get a top four spot was a goal. If not um, a number one spot, at least a top four spot. But being at number nine for the second year in a row, knowing that they need to have someone that they draft strong or bring in strong, whether it's through the draft or just do some sort of off-season moves, how discouraging is that in a sense (laughs) that here the Wizards are at number nine again and
2: having to figure things out as to what to do moving forward? You know, it's definitely discouraging that they got number nine like for the second year in a row. Like, could we have gotten number eight, number seven, right. <laughs> like, something, right? <laughs> but at the same time, they are still in the top 10. So I guess that is positive. Um, but you look at Rui, they drafted him at number nine, and he has turned out like he's still growing, but he turned out to be a good addition to the team. And I think with Tommy Shepard, It's still time will tell because this was his first year, but he seems to have a good eye for talent. So while it would be great to be higher up, I think that Tommy Shepard, the Wizards GM, will be able to identify someone. I think he said in the postseason call that there's like at least 15 players he feels that are in the draft that can help the Wizards. So I still think he'll be able to do something with that pick.
1: Yes, yes, and that's something that definitely stood out to me. I know I was talking about on the show actually on Friday is the fact that Shepard was very confident in in that conversation saying that, (laughs) look, wherever we finish in that top 15 what we know we're going to be able to draft someone that can help the team. It's just a matter of which player that is and and how immediately they'll be able to make an impact. But we have no doubt in our mind we can draft the player. Now I don't know which 15 he's looking at. You know he hasn't shared his list with us. No. But it's encouraging to hear that he is so confident coming into this draft that they'll be able to find someone. And I know that Shepard also mentioned that one of the areas, as you touched on as well, actually is that the Wizards can and need to improve defensively. He's been talking about their need to get better defensively and how John Wall can be a player, you know, Mm -hmm. that they are able to build around that um, and that defensive change that they need to make happen. And he's optimistic that their defense will get better. But as you mentioned, what is it going to, in your opinion, take to help the Wizards be a better, more organized, consistent
2: defensive team? I think they're going to need, like, that defensive leader. I think everyone on the team has the ability to play some – Defense to a certain extent, but I just think they're going to need like a strong defensive leader to set the tone, right? Mm-hmm. And if they have someone like that who can set the tone, then I think that that will kind of get everyone else in line to follow. And I just don't think that right now they have that like strong player on defense. Like you know, like there's sh- offensively they could definitely put up points, but where they get in trouble is on that defense. So I mean, that's what I would say. I think they need that leader. I don't – I mean, yes, John will add to it, but it can't just be all on John Wall. No, no.
1: And it seems like, you know, Shepard is, is alluding to the fact that John Wall's all-defensive team um, a few years back and, and the leadership he can bring defensively to will hopefully be able to help the team as a whole because, as you mentioned, it's got to be all five. You know, it, it's got to be everyone on the floor being on the same page. Even We we saw moments, in, especially in the NBA restart, when the Wizards defense was kind of – Dis- discombobulated and not <laughs> on the same page their rotations closing out you know the on the screens the different things that communication or leadership would definitely help to minimize the chance of that happening but I agree. You know, yeah yes yes and coming up we're going to get into more around another sports team in the DMV looking at the Washington football team just a quick reminder that everyone needs support to make it through their day. Regardless if you're a professional athlete, stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day sitting in that uncomfortable office chair, everyone needs support. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient, easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and Vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering all of our listeners 25%, yes, 25% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com. And use that promo code NBA for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD.
0: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs.
1: Back here on Locked on Wizards, I'm your host, Renee Washington, joined by Corita Parks, freelance sports journalist who covers the Wizards and Mystics, as well as the Washington football team and the founder of her own platform, Double Take Sports. Well, Corita, let's get into what's been going on in D.C. around the Washington football team. First and foremost, the fact that they are the Washington football team, and it was <laughs> so long awaited. This offseason for them has been so much change. A lot of mm-hmm. good, some not so good, but a lot going on, to say the least. And um, I'm going to start with, I think, what's the most prevalent and important piece about all of this as the news broke, and I know you did a tremendous piece covering it, the news broke that the Washington football team was going to be the first in the NFL to have a black team president in Jason Wright, Mr. Wright (laughs) for the (laughs) win to help change the culture. But having this team that's been under so much heat and under the microscope, Around the the controversial name, the Redskins and on and off the field issues and struggling to win games and have success. And then Jason Wright comes in and they make history in this way. You know, I'm interested to know your thoughts on just the impact of this moving forward for not only the Washington football team, but the NFL with the hire of
2: Jason Wright. I mean, it was a genius move if you think about it. I mean, with the, with the Washington football team having so much just negative headlines lately, and even with the name change, that's a positive change. But still, the way it came about wasn't necessarily positive, right? And so since then, they've hired uh, Julie Donaldson for Senior Vice President of Media and Content. First woman, I believe, in the league to lead a radio team. Then they have Ron Rivera, Minority Head Coach, and now Jason Wright. You know, he, I think, is a really breath of fresh air and brings some really great positive headlines to the Washington football team. I mean, he's extremely qualified for the job. And I think that that's what makes this such a great hire is his background. He was with a global consulting firm, McKinsey and Company. And Mm -hmm. this is the type of work that he does. And then also just having that football background and being able to marry those two together in this role. I am really excited to see what he can do and what changes he can bring about for the Washington football team, but also just for the NFL as a whole. I think this this is hopefully the first step towards more minorities and Black men and women in executive front office positions across the NFL. And I say this, and I say it to be funny, but it's true like who wants to be outdone by the Washington football team right not a lot of people do so I think that this could possibly open some very positive doors
1: yes and when that news broke that Jason Wright was going to be hired I mean it captivated and grabbed the attention of everyone for so many reasons I mean you touched on the fact that the Washington football team has been in the headlines for a number of issues so it was like a positive PR moment, but also deeper than that. I mean, he's 38 years old. He Mm -hmm. becomes the first in NFL history on top of all that we've been dealing with in the nation right now and the civil unrest around social injustice to now be able to break down that barrier of having someone in the NFL that that is a black person that's in charge as a president. You know, I think that the biggest thing is you look at how long it took how many players in the NFL are black players and minority players as a whole and the lack of diversity that's in the front office. And here we finally have a change in a major position. And then, as you mentioned, other hires, bringing in Ron Rivera, bringing in a female, all these other hires, just adding more diversity because it's, as you and I know, it's not just a black and white thing. There's more diversity (laughs) than just color. There's more than just black and white. It's age, it's backgrounds, it's race, it's gender. And Washington has been doing a great job of helping to pioneer that, and now being in the headlines. And I think being in the headlines for something good, but also just the culture change that comes around, mm-hmm. fresh input and perspectives in this franchise. On top of having the allegations that recently came out this past spring, I guess it was more early summer, around the sexual assault allegations a- amongst football executives and and team management and personnel. To now have this complete need for a change new name bringing in jason Wright. time to move in the right direction so literally the right direction so
2: um, <laughs> yeah like i really hope yes. that they move forward in a positive manner and this is just not you know for a show but they made some really great moves and to your point and that's one of the things i wrote about in my article is like the nfl has been around for a hundred years so it's crazy that this first black president is coming in 2020 For a team, I mean, nonetheless, it's great to have him. But I hope this is an eye opener of how important representation is across this league, because the league is comprised of mostly black players and minority players. Because, like you said, it's not just, you know, black and white Um, and representation is important. So you have to, in my opinion, show that, you know, we are qualified for these positions. And like I said, he is extremely qualified.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and that's the thing. It's not. This is not a hire to check a box. It's not a hire to look at us. We're we're bringing in our a token hire. No, he is extremely qualified. He has put in the work. He's got the background to come in to not only show that he deserves to be here, but also help this team move in the right direction. And for Washington, you know, I don't even know which direction to go next in terms of all the news that we've heard. But I guess <laughs> I'll go into the news that broke around the team's name change. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, right now, they are still the Washington football team, but having made it official that, okay, we don't have a new name yet, but we're, we know we're going to drop the Washington Redskins. Mm-hmm. We will no longer be the Redskins. And although we don't have a new name to step right into, we'd rather right now be just the Washington football team more than we would rather continue to have that name until we, you, we wait and finalize the decision. So what are your thoughts on the decision? Finally, after all these years, and even the conversation it started around other teams like the uh-huh. Cleveland, like the Indians and, and different teams across a variety of sports that have these names that are controversial and are discriminatory and to and negatively against groups in our country, like the Redskins. You know, this is the, a chance for a team to, once again, m- much like bringing in Jason Wright, pioneer a a change that
2: needs to happen
1: on a bigger scale across all sports.
2: Right. Um, And, you know, whether people want to accept it or not, (laughs) that's what Washington is doing. You know, they are starting change across the league and, you know, it's unfortunate to me though, how the name change came about. I wish it wasn't from pressure from their sponsors Uh, You know, because it ultimately boiled down to money talks and they didn't want to lose Mm. that money. They also want to build a new stadium in D.C. And D.C. government already said that they were not open to Washington building a stadium in D.C. if they still had the Redskins name. So it was under a lot of pressure, but at the end of the day, I am glad that the owner Dan Snyder made this decision. It is definitely a long time coming. And I know there's a lot of history surrounding that name, but you know, 2020 as crazy as it's been, it's also been extremely eye-opening. Like you said Mm. with the social justice and there's been so many large scale changes that have needed to happen for a long time. So I feel like it's really great. And, and, you know, people laugh that they went to the Washington football team. But my background is in communications. And people don't want to ever believe that Washington is making good decisions. But that is a good decision because you cannot have a name change. You cannot redo a brand. Like, rebranding is complicated enough. But when you're talking about Mm -hmm. a name change, that's an extremely long process and you want to do it right to begin with but also with this team having to change their name from something else they more than anything need to get it right so I do think that they went the right direction with the temporary name change and I do believe that it's a positive thing that this is happening
1: yeah you bring up a great point in that this is not easy you know making a name change you have you talk about of course, from the, the marketing standpoint, the, the jerseys and, and fan jerseys and, and all the social media, that's everything that has the name on it, and just also being known as the Washington Redskins and no longer feeling like, you know, maybe the, your identity is changing, you know, and no longer knowing what your team name is going to be. And so when they made the decision for now we will just be the Washington football team, you know, I know um, Vernon Davis actually, Titan Vernon Davis spoke, saying that he wasn't happy about it when the nickname was dropped and the news broke but you know growing up as a Redskins fan looking forward to playing for that team you kind of like put the name with the team but realizing you know it is at the end of the day it's about wanting to make fans happy and and making sure that everyone is is enjoying the name and the team and so in the short in the short scheme it's easy to say okay no this is doesn't make sense. I'm not offended by it. But as we know, when you are dealing with any sort of discrimination or harassment or anything else, it doesn't matter if anybody feels offended, there's an issue. And for the Redskins to have offended groups of, of people within our country, it needed to change. So I agree that, as you mentioned, it's going to take time. And I'm actually okay with them not having a name just yet and mm-hmm. really showing that, okay, we're not just doing this because we are pressured to do so, but we're going to take our time. And instead of just jumping right into a new name, Ensure that whatever our new name is, it makes sense and it fits the culture and this new culture, I should say, that they have around the team. But I, I agree with yeah. you on that. Like, it's, it's going to take some time. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to see what they decide on, though, because
2: there's been some names floated out that I think are good ones, but nothing yet. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be the next interesting thing. Like, I really do wonder what name they'll land on, Uh, but going this route now, you know, Jason Wright has an opportunity to weigh in on it. And I think that they still want to get feedback from the fans and some of their internal stakeholders. So they really want to do it right. And I think that despite the jokes, this is the right direction.
1: I could not agree more. I could not agree more. So coming up, we get into the way that not only the NBA, but all sports and athletes have been honoring the late Kobe Bryant. Let me tell you guys about the delicious treat that's going to allow you to snack healthy. That's right. You can do both. If you know me, you know I have a sweet tooth. I enjoy cupcakes, cookies, brownies, all the sweets. And Built Bar actually has delicious flavors. Let me just run down some of my favorites. Cookies and cream, double chocolate, mint brownie, salted Caramel, yes, caramel, not caramel, and peanut butter brownie. Delicious. All bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, and they're healthy, so it's great. If you are on a keto diet or working to lose or maintain weight, you can do all that while snacking on a delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and I definitely recommend Built Bar. So if you head over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code On, you'll get $10 off your next order. Now you can save money, eat healthy and eat delicious. Doesn't get any better than that. So go ahead on over to buildbar.com to try the best tasting protein bars. And I can guarantee you from me to you, you will not regret it. The
0: NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league
1: Kobe Bean Bryant, one of the greatest players of all time, five-time NBA champion, 18-time All-Star, 15-time All-NBA, 2008 MVP, and two-time Finals MVP. We celebrated what would have been his 42nd birthday on Sunday, and then also 8:24, as LA has officially named it, Kobe Bryant Day. We saw honors and tributes to the legacy of Kobe Bean Bryant. Such an over overwhelming emotional time mm-hmm. in this year as we're still trying to wrap our heads around the fact that Kobe is no longer with us and, and yeah. Gigi and everyone that was unfortunately on the helicopter, a part of the accident. But you know, across sports, we've been seeing people that have been sharing messages about what Kobe meant to them and and having specific jerseys. I know the Lakers were wearing black mama jerseys and you know, you, you're seeing different people. Bryce Harper was wearing his Kobe Bryant shirt, Jersey under the, his um, Phillies Jersey during the Phillies Braves game. You know, people are paying their respects to Kobe Bryant. And I'm interested to know what Kobe Bryant meant to you as not only as a sports journalist, that's been around the game, but
2: just as a person in general and what he, his legacy meant to you. I mean, he was hands down one of the best in, in the game. And You know, so as a journalist, just having an opportunity to watch a player like that, just having that killer instinct that later got dubbed like Mamba mentality. It's like even if you didn't like Kobe as a basketball player, you could not deny the fact that he had that mentality when he played. And not a lot of people have that killer instinct like he did. Um, Like I said, he's just one of the best in – I'm still, like you said, trying to wrap my head around the fact that he's not here. But when I think about it, it's it's kind of like if you're not here, what kind of legacy do you want to leave? Mm-hmm. And I think he can be so proud of the legacy that he left behind. I mean, just being an amazing father, to your point earlier, it's more than Basketball, like we know he was a great basketball player, but just being an amazing father, an amazing husband, an amazing friend, and having such an impact across all sports, not just basketball. You know, Bryce Harper, I believe the Dodgers also, they wore Kobe jerseys before their game today. I mean, if he was able Mm -hmm. to see the tributes that are going around for his birthday I mean, I think he would be very proud of his legacy. And so, if anything, you know, it's sad and it's such an unfortunate situation that he's gone. But I'm kind of in awe. It's just the legacy that he left behind.
1: Yes, yes. I mean, even looking at the way that the, you know, everyone has been posting their own individual messages. We saw the NBA really commemorate his memory with a, the banner that was around the court. Mm-hmm. And even as you mentioned, across sports, it, it hasn't been just a basketball or NBA, you know, of course, in the WNBA, knowing that he had such a close relationship with players like Sabrina Ionescu, and, and just the way that he has impacted so many people's lives in some way, that legacy is powerful and it gives you chills. But I think it also, it also is like a, a eerily, close correlation to how special this entire year is around COVID, Kobe's tragic death, you know, everything that's been going on in this new normal, even the fact we're watching games in a bubble in Orlando, a whole new game. Um, and, and for the WNBA and the bubble, just all these changes that are going
2: on that it's like, what is this that we're, what is this new normal? <laughs> like Recovery sports from home now, you know, yes. it's just, like you said, 2020, like, I need a break. (laughs) I just need a break. It's been, it's been an interesting year. It's been almost like a roller coaster. Because like I said earlier, there's the negative that has occurred and the just what we didn't expect, like the death of Kobe and COVID-19. But then there's also this like huge social justice movement that came out of it right and all these positive changes just not just in sports like with the hire of Jason Wright but there's also been high level hires and changes outside of sports so there's been some good but it's just an overwhelming year <laughs> that it is that it is well you did also
1: Launch your own platform called double take sports and that's something that around all this new that's been happening in sports and in our world it has really allowed people to take time to reflect on what they're doing who they are and really have a chance to maybe pour into some other areas and gifts and talents that they may have been putting on the back burner so that in itself is something that you know i'm i it's a it's a positive through all this craziness right. that people have been changing and, and redefining their own careers like you've been doing and yeah. creating your own platform called Double Take Sports. So there's a positive right there.
2: That's very, <laughs> very – I mean, that's very true. Like, we've had to be creative. And also, I mean, Double Take Sports is something that I wanted to do for a long time, and I have been working on it, but I was so busy that I couldn't, like, put my entire attention towards it and COVID gave me that opportunity but I mean even you I mean you've been in reimagining and coming out with different shows so you're right mm-hmm. from a career perspective we've all had to be creative and just think outside the box and so that has been definitely I think a blessing for everyone well Karita
1: I appreciate you taking time to join the show it was great to have you on for Monday and for Tuesday. So I appreciate you joining us here on Locked on Withers. Where can people follow you to keep up with all of your sports content, the Wizards, the Mystics, the Washington football team, and also your platform, Double Take Sports?
2: Yes, well, it's easiest to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Corita C. Parks. I post all of my articles there. And then you can also follow at DBL Take Sports that's also on twitter and instagram and on my platform I talk about all sports so it's not just uh, one team or one sport so you can follow me there and also doubleTakeSports.com. com. that's d b o take com.
1: perfect well thank you so much for joining me i'm excited that you know we're having the chance to have these conversations again yes. as we <laughs> continue to see what's going to happen in you know the nba playoffs and the start of the nfl season and moving forward. So Karina, thank you so much for joining us here on Locked on Wizards. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. No problem. Coming up this week on Locked on Wizards, we've got to get into more around the team, the future, and of course, the Washington football team. So hit that subscribe button to keep up with our daily news and updates. I'm your host, Renee Washington. I hope you have a great rest of your day celebrating 824 Kobe Bryant Day. Have a good one, guys. And I'll see you here next time on Locked On Wizards. Washington, out. Hey,
0: Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.